Welcome back to the Love Pod. On today's episode, we recap episodes six through nine, showing the couples moving in together, their day-to-day living, planning the weddings, and of course, that big teaser for the finale, Damien and Jeannina's wedding. Will they? Won't they? We're going to talk about all of it, so stay tuned. Here comes the Love Pod. Hey guys, it's Gina, and of course I'm here with Nikki Fox and Jordan. How are you guys doing today? Hey, guys. Hey, doing good. Are you excited? It's almost finale day. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I can't wait to get it over with. I just want to know what happens. I know. Do you guys want to do some uh, friendly non-wagering but predictions on who stays together? Sure. Okay, Nikki, you go first. Nope. <laughs> Do you want to go at all? No, I don't know. Okay. All right, Jordan. Okay, um, I think that Lauren and Cameron are getting married, and I think that Amber and Barnett are at least getting married. I agree with you. I also think that Kenny and Kelly will get married. Okay, I'm not sure about them. I mean, I think they probably will, but there's also part of me that thinks they're gonna like I don't know like maybe that's the drama for them they're gonna like at the last minute be like wait what are we doing I don't know <laughs> maybe I don't see Kenny doing that I see Kelly doing that for sure yeah for sure yeah okay ladies so last time we left off was uh right before Barnett's birthday so let's start there what a shit show that was that was a mess of a party there were a couple of things going on there. The first, uh, obviously, Amber and Mark having that deep conversation. Did you guys find that kind of funny at all? I've never, we had never seen them interact really. Well, there was that, there was the one time in the pool in Mexico, right? Where, oh, right, right. They talked. And I don't, what did they say at the party? Cause I don't remember. Um, really, they were just talking about whether or not it was a good match. And Amber was kind of trying to encourage him, but also like, hey, look out, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, what I what I think is like Lauren's pretty mellow. I don't know. Just, I, you know, I feel like kind of Cameron and Lauren are very well matched as far as personality. Maybe he wanted somebody that would, you know, be more. I don't know. More <laughs> something. And she is. All right. What what he said was, um, I, I I'm I'm assuming this me just assuming, he wanted someone that he that he knows can take I guess you know provide and protect for his daughter right. So well yeah, but Cameron's camera, a scientist. Yeah, but you know the thing is is if somebody approaches you and tries to fight you on the street or whatever, how are you going to handle it? So I guess he might be feeling like you know if if they had a situation. You know, because we live in the South. This is the South. <laughs> Not sure if you guys are aware. I'm pretty sure Jordan knows. I'm fully aware. The South, but and people <laughs> might say something, just like uh, Cameron said before. He had um, a guy to tell so, the lady that he was dating, "You should get a black man or whatever." Oh yeah, so, you're right. So, yeah. You know, are you gonna stick up for my daughter? Are you gonna pr- protect her if something is to happen? You get what I'm saying? Because yeah, okay, that person mm-hmm. was just talking, work, speaking words, but you don't know what people might do. So maybe it was that that um you know kind of gave him pause. But I I I, I appreciate 
her father and the way he handled um, himself. Oh, yeah. I wish he had his own show. <laughs> I think he should be given advice on this show for another season. I wish he had his the daddy. <laughs> Papa Speed. Papa Speed should get his own reality show. In, it looks like he does something in the entertainment industry. Uh, I forget. Yes, I think he mentioned it. And I think they talked about it. And I forget what it is. Yeah, well, he was. I'm talking about based on where he was sitting in the office, and you know, with the mixers and all that stuff. I was like, okay, let's do something in the industry. I don't know. Moving on to the girls trying on the wedding dresses. This is always my favorite part. I love seeing the dresses and the guys tuck shopping too. That was kind of cute with all their friends. Do you guys have a favorite dress? Giannani, Giannini's. Yes. Am I saying her name right? Gigi. Yes. Gigi. Yeah, Gigi. Gigi's dress was my absolute favorite. What yeah. You too, Jordan? Yep, I agree. Yeah, I think we all are going to be fighting over Gigi's dress. I can't see it. Don't worry. You can have it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that comes out. Okay. All of them needing 50 clamps to fit into those dresses. I hate them all. I mean, can't relate. On. Yeah, cannot relate at all. Those dresses are supposedly sample size 14. When you try on wedding dresses, ladies, if you have not gone to do this yet, do not feel bad about your, the, yourselves. They are intentionally cut to be way too small. Oh, yeah. I would say a 14 in a wedding dress is really like a six mm-hmm. in regular shopping sizes. And they all needed clamps to close the dresses. So all these girls are tiny little things. Let's get some body diversity going next season. Yes, please. I have a little confession. Okay. It's actually more of my mom's confession, but my mom has a secret wedding Pinterest board for me. (laughs) I've never seen it. I really could care less about the wedding. And except (laughs) my one like big hill I will die on is that my dogs have to be in the wedding. That's pretty As dope. they should. <laughs> so when, when she hits, starts hitting you up, if I get engaged, because that's definitely <laughs> happening right now. I'm just letting you know. Does, um, your, mom, does your mom know? <laughs> does she? Oh, of course she knows. My, Jake is, I'm at my parents' house right now, and Jake is laying at my feet. But does, your, does the guy know? <laughs> what guy? Not yet. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I was going to say, does she know there is no one? That is, we've talked about pet peeves before. Oh, my my mom's been planning my wedding since I'm probably before I was born. How sweet is that? I don't know. I'll tell you once I see the Pinterest board. (laughs) Don't even look at it. Then you're going to start making plans. (laughs) Yeah, right. That's a story for another day. We'll talk wedding fashion and parents opinions or something like that Ooh, yeah um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's a whole that's probably like a three-parter yeah yeah we'll do that <laughs> jumping into uh more wedding planning for the guys but this might just be my opinion but i think a nice suit is classier than a tuxedo what do you guys think i have no opinion on that okay <laughs> I think um, I'm. I would like traditional for me. Okay. Um. I I need you to be in that tux. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So now we all have our preferences noted. Uh, Jordan's not available, guys. She's married. You can hit up Nikki. 
Well, I should probably <laughs> should probably ask Nikki. Nikki, can can you get hit up? You know, if somebody's interested. And my oh, husband literally wore slacks and a button down to our wedding. So where did you get married? We got married in a church, but it was a very small, very, very small. Okay. I didn't want to have it. So it was that <laughs> again, that's a story for another day. But <laughs> I loved when Mark's also very young roommate was trying to drop advice on him and said, when I was your age, Mm. Which was pretty much yesterday. <laughs> Last year. <laughs> what kind of valuable advice are you giving to your also 24-year-old roommate? <laughs> I did find out, I don't know if you guys knew this, but the show actually did pick up most of the tab for the weddings. They had a budget they had to work within. And oh, yeah. anything mm-hmm. over the couples had to chip in on, which now makes sense when we see Amber talking to Barnett about the cost of her dress. Mm-hmm. because I mm-hmm. thought they were making them pay for it. And I said, what kind of a low-budget show is this? But, I mean, right. Amber, you don't have any money. You don't have a job. You need to stick to the budget. She needed to come in under budget. <laughs> right. You need to be under budget. They did not ask her what her budget was when she went into that dress shop. They just showed her the most expensive thing they had. She's they like, I'll like, take oh, that. Oh, it's made for TV? Okay, we got this. (laughs) Don't worry, Barnett will pay for it. Though I, I was surprised when I, um, I've gone dress shopping before. How expensive the alterations really are. She talks about eight eight hundred fifty dollars for her uh, wedding dress alterations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They cost almost as much as the dress. You might Mm -hmm. as well just get another dress. Yeah, (laughs) just, (laughs) just. Buy it off the rack, make sure it fits, and then get another one because you just saved yourself $850 on alterations. I mean, my thing is, is you're buying for a wedding that you don't even know if you're actually going to get married. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That is so, a very good point. So you need to stay in the budget, girl. <laughs> I got student loan debt. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't, I'm not paying. That What we didn't see... Because everybody wondered about this, and I was very much in shock that they had not talked about their finances in the pods, and we talked about this on a previous episode, too. So Amber had been hurt and was in the middle of a workman's comp lawsuit, I believe, during filming. She had a boot on, um, which we didn't see, and is in a couple of her Instagram pictures. And she said she's worked all her life. She wasn't trying to say... That she wanted to be lazy and sit at home and drink wine all day, That's but she exactly wasn't able to work. Said. You can't, you can't say, you can't try to turn it back around. Okay, I work to live, <laughs> not live to work. She said that. I, he said, "How many days do you work a week? As many as I want to." Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sleeping on somebody else's couch. I'm house jumping. I'm what did she say? I'm couch jumping. Was Girl. that current though, or was that her talking about her life before? No, that was when she was moving into his place. Not moving into his place. That was when she went to his place the first time. And they were and when, when his dog was there. I was like, girl, no, you didn't <laughs> waste this man time. <laughs> that was Jessica. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of back to Jessica, since you brought her up. She when they're looking at the dresses and mm-hmm. she starts talking about she it's pretty, but I, I just don't know if it's right. 
and she's crying and she's very distraught. She was not talking about that dress. Nobody thinks she's talking, talking about, about that dress. <laughs> she had yeah. nothing to do with that dress. It had, no, the dress was perfect. She is, that is a metaphor for her relationship right there. Well, Mark should should wisen up and and you know see what's going on. But you know what? He's so sweet. He oh goodness gracious. <laughs> <laughs> I see why he's getting dogged out. But you know Ready, what? Mark? They did the dirty. So they say. So they say. You're right. They it, it seems like and Jessica Jordan said says, I don't believe that. Oh, <laughs> No, I think they did. I think they did. I mean, she's been sleeping in the same bed with this guy all these nights. I mean, he is a handsome guy. The, I think that he he's a very handsome guy. She was just stuck on the Barnett situation. She didn't know how to let go. Well, so she... if Barnett wasn't there, I guarantee you that she would not be having these issues with Mark. Do you think it really is just because of Barnett or do you think she's I truly believe it's because of Barnett. You ever, you ever um, wanted something and you couldn't have it? I mean, girl. <laughs> All the time. I want a million dollars and I don't have it. Okay. okay. That's different. That's different. <laughs> but Barnett is within reach for her. She's watching this guy go off into the sunset with someone else when he was almost in her grass. Grass. Mm-hmm. And basically <laughs> i mean she's fighting she's she's fighting with herself well and she still is trying to shoot her shot with him when they sit down i guess it's at like a little fire pit area behind the apartments yeah. or something she's always trying to shoot her shot with him. oh yeah she's not giving up and she tells him she gave him the wrong impression she can't believe that he thinks that she, she, she's still into him she acted so surprised she's like what and barnett apologizes and again i'm like stop men stop apologizing for your women for all these women it is not your fault (laughs) i think it is pretty ironic that the oldest person on the show is the most immature Kind of like us. Hey. <laughs> oh wait, no, wait. Take that back. I'm, I'm, the not, I'm not the oldest. <laughs> I was like, "Jeez, right, Nikki, right. where did you do me like oldest, that?" Right? <laughs> Look, I am the oldest, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> we don't have to talk our ages, but we can do it offline. <laughs> no, I know how old I am. I know I'm the oldest. I don't think you're that much older, though. But I'm still the oldest. Respect your elders. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> ma'am, yes, ma'am. <laughs> Moving along to the final, I'm going to call them the fantasy sweet dates because that's as fancy as they got. This was not a bachelor style situation, except for you've got four couples just sitting in a park or at a winery having some drinks, and then Damien gets a helicopter. What, what, just what, really? That's all I have to say. You, you want to know why he got the helicopter? Tell me. I don't know. I'm asking, is that your question? Oh, yeah. I mean, no, like, why, yeah, why did he get the helicopter and everybody else gets, like, a bottle of wine and a blanket in a park? Well, because it, it's called a fantasy suite <laughs> date, right? So, and, and, and I loved it, though, because 
Giannini is very, let's see, how can I say it? She's high class. She's extravagant. She's luxurious. He had to do something nice for her, right? I loved it. I did. And she needed her butterflies. Yes, yeah, and she, she got her, her butterflies, butterflies back, right? Yeah, for the Which, cost of the helicopter, she better get her butterflies back in the private shop. Probably paid for that himself if it because the budget was on the dress. <laughs> you get twenty dollars for a decent bottle of wine. Anything else is on you. How cute, though! If you had to pick, so you've got the helicopter with Damien, or you've got the treehouse with Cameron. What are you picking, Jordan? Aww. Well, I'm afraid of heights, so okay. the hills sound kind of bad to me. And but uh, the treehouse was cute, though. I don't know if it was actually in a tree. No, I don't think it was either. But it was really cute. And that's kind of like, but I'm obsessed with tiny houses, though. Okay. So that whole thing, <laughs> I was, that looks like a fun place to stay. I want to go there. What about you, Nikki? I would definitely do the helicopter. Um I love, I'm a thrill seeker. All right. I, I love the that higher, fits. the better. The higher, the better. I'm like, that was pretty dope. It was dope. I would pick, I'm a little nervous of flying, but I would pick the treehouse just because I thought the details that he put into it with the pictures of them all around and them learning, you know, he was learning how to dance for her. I just thought that was the sweetest and it had the most personal touches. <laughs> I don't need anything fancy. But now my standards are going to be, if you do not take me in a helicopter to a treehouse hotel, I don't want to go. (laughs) (laughs) I loved that the bachelor bachelorette parties, the ladies got the strippers and the guys. that was cute. Nothing. (laughs) Wait, let me just say how drunk Amber was. (laughs) Hilarious. The snorting. Um, not even that. Just how drunk she was. She was like, "Oh my god, oh my god, what is she talking about?" I was like, "Why did why didn't they cut that out?" Because she was acting up. Oh, she cracked me up though. That the part where she's like standing out in front of the she's standing in front of the limo and she's like telling them all that stuff and then she's like, "And I'm really drunk." That yeah. was funny. Yeah. That was Amber's top moment yes. for me. My favorite moment, I'm sorry to cut you off. My favorite moment, though, was when in the cl- inside of the club, Amber told Jessica she would n- hit her in the face. Yes. I, I would was like, yeah, life. baby. She was like, that was my husband. <laughs> you get that man, Amber. <laughs> you stake your claim. Because Jessica is a Messica at this bar as well. Mm, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. This is the Messica. <laughs> is she out in full force all over feel, the place? I feel bad for her. I feel so bad for her because I feel like she's doing something she doesn't want to do. But two drunk mm-hmm. girls having a serious conversation at a bar in tears, if anything brought me back to my college days, that moment was it. <laughs> 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 she's putting herself in this situation. She doesn't have to do it. She, she could have said no to Mark. She could have left the show. There were two other couples that could have been featured that had very interesting stories. Mm-hmm. So I do not feel bad. I don't feel bad for either. I'm saying, okay. but I'm seeing. I'm saying that's why I feel like she's doing what she's doing. Yeah, <laughs> using oh, alcohol to cope. We did not talk <laughs> about um, when Mark did the pod dinner for her. 
that was one of my favorite moments. We did talk about it. I'm sorry. We did talk about it. Like, yeah. <laughs> we did, but we I'll did. let you go. I mm-hmm. I'm sorry, y'all. You're just reminiscing because you love <laughs> it so much. Oh, 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 no, because you know what? I just wanted to say that that made me feel like she was so human, but we talked about that already. Yeah, We did. Me. Yes, yeah. and that moment started to make, I think we were talking about it, made us start to turn in her favor, and then she started doing her thing again, and and then we turned right back around and started running the other way. Yeah, I, I'm just trying to like Jessica. I want y'all to like her. <laughs> Girl, you can't. <laughs> you cannot force her on us. <laughs> we are not just like Barnett and you are not Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Did think you... I've ever been crazy about a guy that didn't like me. Well, that's because you're I... nice and smooth and cool, Nikki Fox. No, I just, I, I love me more than anything <laughs> and that's how so, it should be if you don't love me how i love me i can't love you like uh duh you drop those nuggets nikki no that's not a nugget that is a nug- <laughs> that's a good life that's good life advice okay i think okay. it's a nugget all right well, well that was a nugget Nikki's <laughs> you need to love yourself and somebody needs to love you just as much you need to, I think, be very self-confident and, and know what you want and go after it. And that's kind of what Jessica's doing. So good for her <laughs> in a roundabout way. Kind of. Kind of, sort of. We're trying to help you out here, Jess. I don't, I don't know what else to do. Except what I wouldn't do is what Mark did. And roll the dice for if your wedding is going to happen or not. <laughs> oh, my God. That right there. I said, what is he doing? <laughs> That was such a hold your breath moment. And do you think, so he got the sevens, right? Do you think that was the first roll? Um, How staged do you think it was, I guess? Probably completely. (laughs) Nikki, do you think that was pure luck or was that a a produced moment? I think it was luck. Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, God, I can't. (laughs) I'm praying for Mark, y'all. So you just want Mark to find love. Mark, whether it works out with Jessica or not, this man is not going to be hurting for love. Okay, none of these, none of these people are. You know, when when she met with his parents, that was hilarious to oh, me. Oh God, yeah, I can't believe I skipped over that. Yeah, so um, her his mom was like, "I'm glad he found someone older because these yes. young girls are a mess." <laughs> I was like, "Jessica is a messica." Okay. <laughs> And she's trying to find somebody that agrees with her that it's too big of an age difference and her friends aren't saying it. His friends aren't saying it. Listen, his parents aren't saying it. All the time. Guys do this all the time. The 10 year gap, they do it all the time. Yeah. But it's more, not controversial, but it's definitely a bigger deal when a woman does it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think anyway, because women are sugar mamas. I mean, come on, we we all do the same thing. Women are cougars all the time. That's why I was looking for cougars. Yes, cougar. (laughs) I mean, I did thirty-four-year-old cougar. Yeah, I dated somebody twenty-six when I was thirty-four, somewhere around there, like a nine, eight-year, nine-year age difference. Math is hard, and the age thing did end up being a problem in the long run, but it wasn't something that we talked about as being a problem. It was just, we were at very different points in our life. It's not like I constantly said, Oh my God, he's 26. Oh my God, he's 26. You know, I think it's a big deal. If you make it a big deal. 
I yeah, like you I, can be like, when I'm fifty, you'll be forty. <laughs> like, girl, do you not know? Everybody knows how to count. <laughs> We're just gonna have a twenty-minute montage of Jessica going through the decades and naming them all. In Somebody needs to edit that. I'll, I'll, I'll like it. <laughs> what can we just? <laughs> Let's play the game, guys. Okay, when I'm zero, you'll be ten. <laughs> And then when I'm 10, you'll be 20. And that'll be illegal. So, okay. We get the point, Jess. (laughs) The last drama of the night. Jeanina and Damien's wedding, guys. Oh, the cliffhanger. Oh, man. What do you think? What do you think? Is he going to, is she going to, well, we know she said yes. Is he going to say yes? I think he is. You do? I think he's going to say no. I'm in the no camp, too. Why do you think he's going to say yes, Nikki? He, did you see how he was shaking and crying? I think he is. Yeah, but wouldn't you be crying too if you were about to say no on camera in front of all those he people? He loves her too much to say no. Alright. He loves her Maybe. so much. He's been putting up with her crap this whole time. <laughs> like, why would you do that to say no? Because there's a difference between doing it for a month and doing it for a lifetime. You right. True. You right. You right. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, last right. thought. I'll start with you, Jordan. Who do you think was the one running away? It was definitely Gigi. <laughs> Nikki? That's her. I think it was Gigi, too. But the thing is, is I don't think it's because he said no. Why do you mm-hmm. think it is? I think it's because she's dramatic. Anyways, they're going to get married. <laughs> they're going to have a fight at the wedding, at the reception. <laughs> and that's it. See? So you think he said yes and then she ran oh, away immediately said. after? No, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Not immediately after. They, they go to the reception mm-hmm. and at the reception, they have a fight. Okay. So she runs mm-hmm. away. Like, I, I should never marry you anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're stuck with me. I can do what I want now. Right, right. All right. I, I, can, I can see that playing out. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. We'll just have to see. That's the end of the show today, guys. Ooh. Yeah. Quick. I know. For once, we actually... Man, we recap three episodes or four episodes in an, an hour and change. So go us. Look Yay. at you. Look at how you looking. Yes. <laughs> so everybody tune in next week. We're going to have Mikey Cobb from Love is Blind. We are going to have Alex and Gina Lake from The Circle coming up in March. And we've got mm-hmm. guests from The Y Podcast and Reality TV and me. Ooh. Yeah. Book them It'll be fun. Until next time, ladies. See you next time. Bye. Bye. I don't I don't agree with it, but I think compared to so we see all these kind of difficult dynamics. We have Kenny and Kelly who are just very cute and their families all instantly love each other. But we have this buildup for Lauren and Cameron for Cameron to meet Papa Speed. Like it was gonna be the worst moment ever. And how is he ever gonna accept her? And the interactions with with we didn't get to see Lauren meet Cameron's parents, but we saw Lauren uh, Cameron meet. I was meet. wondering about that. They didn't. They did meet. They didn't air it for whatever reason. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. But so it wasn't as big of a setup as they made it to be. I mean, I thought they were all pretty cool about it. That's the editing. The, yeah. The beauty of editing. I know, but <laughs> they could have made it look a little tougher. He pretty. It was within three minutes. They were best friends. 
Well, you would have thought that it was going to be just a big deal. And if that and I think if it was, they would have put it in the show. No, so so Lauren made it seem like it was gonna be such a big deal. Right. She really yes, did. She did. And then um when he was sitting with the dad and she was like, Well, I'm gonna leave now. <laughs> Bye. I'm gonna leave him in the lion's den. <laughs> you know someone pushed her out of that room. <laughs> But I thought that it was beautiful. I Look, I'm sorry. I'm such a... I'm, I know I may not seem like it. I'm such a crybaby. I was like, <laughs> that is so awesome. I love this show. <laughs> Were you crying happy tears or sad tears when Cameron rapped? Oh, sad tears. <laughs> <laughs> I, I literally was like, oh my God. I mean, but you know. He said it was back in college. <laughs> you know, you saw his friends. You saw his friends. He's probably the coolest one. <laughs> I there's a video online that didn't make it to the show, but the the show did air it online of Cameron rapping for Diamond. Have you guys seen that? No. When they show no. behind the scenes of the po- scenes of the pods, I'll have to share it with you guys. It's cuts of the uh, the dates that we didn't see, and <laughs> he just casually mentions that he can rap, and there's no introduction because it's a very short clip of how long they've been talking or if, how well they know each other at this point. But he starts rapping, and Diamond is dancing all over that pod, and she is hilarious. It was I can't believe they didn't air that on the show because it was really really funny, I'm gonna and watch it. it was like the moment. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't want to see Cameron rap but then I did just to, to watch Diamond react to it <laughs> and I so what, how was it was it good or what, what was it? well I mean it's Cameron rapping <laughs> Don't okay like that's Cameron enough like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not, he's no Eminem but he's also not the worst rapper ever I couldn't do it I'm not going to try <laughs> but I also- but like but props for... to him, though, for doing Yes. It. We give you a lot of A for effort, Cameron. <laughs> I mean, he rhymed. <laughs> that counts. That's he did. Counts. He yes. did. The rhythm, C plus. The rhyming, A minus. <laughs> mm. I thought it I was. I think he had a beat in his head and we couldn't hear it. So I think that was the problem. Yeah, that's totally what. Let's blame the beat in his head. No, he had a beat. We just couldn't hear it. I mean, <laughs> we'll have to uh, Don't ask my him. Cameron like that to freestyle and include the beat drops when we yeah. talk to him. Oh my gosh, yes. <laughs> they include the beat drops. <laughs> if we can get someone else who can beatbox while Cameron raps, that would really help me envision this scenario. Okay, we'll work on that. Table that for later. <laughs> I yeah, put a pin in it. We'll come back. I also really thought, okay, so we, as far as I can tell, I think you guys would agree, Cameron's a pr- pretty mellow guy, right? Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. And Papa Speed says he's too mellow for me. What yeah. do you think he wanted for his daughter? Did he want the Hulk? What kind of a person was he looking for? <laughs> I really liked when they... I can't say I liked, but I thought it was funny. So they're they're fighting now. We moved to the gym. They're fighting in the gym, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they get in a fight about 
well, they start to talk and then they get Still a fight about being on the phone <laughs> while they're both on, while Jeannie is on the phone, she's asking him, or sorry, and- when Damien is asking Janina about being on the phone and then they're both arguing about being on the phone. That is so relatable, though. I mean, that is marriage. And and when I saw that, I thought about what you were saying, um, Jordan, about you and your husband. Where you're like, can you put that phone down? <laughs> yeah, I mean, we do it all the time, but it's it's we both do it, and it's 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 one of those arguments. I feel like I feel like in this day and age, like every couple has that argument. They she brought up communication, and then immediately said, "Don't talk to me." And I thought that was <laughs> the most ironic thing ever, but also very relatable, right? You you know you need to talk it out, but you don't want to do it right that second. You mean the most mm-hmm. bipolar? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we let's not make an official diagnosis, but we can speculate on it. <laughs> I will say though, you really don't know your partner until you have a fight with them. I, in my right. opinion. No, I agree. Do you have any thoughts on that, Nikki? Do you, do you have any nuggets of wisdom for us? I don't, I don't fight. I don't fight. Not an argument fight, but... Oh, did you? I don't fight. Like I a, really I'm, a disagreement. I'm so a disagreement, okay. yeah. Like, we, my husband and I, we actually don't, we don't fight. Um, we don't, like, I mean, we have never really raised our voices at each other, ever. Absolutely. Um, but we do disagree on things and i think that's what okay. that's what dina is talking yeah, about like just disagreeing and like i can i can understand yeah. disagreement yeah because you might have that confrontational style and your partner doesn't know it and that's not something you can handle or you might be too passive and just never talk about things mm-hmm. we err on the side of too passive <laughs> <laughs> do you pass each other notes back and forth <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, we're both bottlers so oh, we'll boy. be like It'll bottle, bottle, bottle. And then we'll have to just sit down and talk about it. Do you guys feel like, because Kenny and Kelly, we really don't see a lot of, and everything seemed to be very, who? Oh, yeah. No, they're still on the show. Did you do that on purpose? (laughs) (laughs) Guys, there's this couple on the show. They're named Kenny and Kelly. They have the same name like that because I actually like them. <laughs> Even though they popped up on the scene, I actually like them. <laughs> we forget that they're there for a while and then they pop back up. It's cool. They're cute. They are very cute. But do you sense trouble coming? Well, um, I didn't. Okay. But I mean, I didn't. Okay. When I watched the episode, I didn't pick up on Kelly talking to her friends about him not being her type. I didn't pick up on that. But now that I've been seeing it being talked about on social media, I'm like, oh, no. What about you, Nikki? I I couldn't even imagine it because I just felt like they were so perfect. And, you know, I felt like, you know, them deciding to, you know, wait, Mm -hmm. wait for it wait for it (laughs) I just I really liked them I thought that you know I was like wow that's pretty dope even though last week I know I said that I think they did it (laughs) they did not (laughs) I'm sticking to what I said but I I I couldn't even imagine that would kind of break my heart because it's like I really want to see these people I want to see them happy I want to see them you know grow and 
I want to see what happens next. I see. Mm-hmm. I thought the the not having sex thing is a red flag at this point. We know why Jessica's doing it because she's not attracted to the guy. <laughs> <laughs> but Kelly, she gives an explanation, but I just don't know if I buy it. I buy it. That's why I like her. Okay. <laughs> Look at me. I like all the. I like. You, all the yeah, you're just loving on everyone, except like Messica. <laughs> I'm a Mexico. Oh, I'm a Mexico. <laughs> you are a Mexico. <laughs> but their family's meeting was a whole oh, har- hallmark. Oh my movie. god! Can they? Yeah, and adopt I us? loved it. They said he looked like a Ken doll. I was like, oh my god! I they're best it. friends already. I just—they're the most. But her, her parents, her parents, the way her parents met and the way they got married, it was—it was very almost similar to how they met because they were saying that okay they met they they got married three months later yeah what is mm-hmm. that what they said right, right am i right i just want to make sure i'm right i believe so it was a very like similar storyline to obviously they didn't meet on a dating reality show but a very right. quick courtship and relationship and, but and both then I of believe- their parents wasn't it both of their parents yeah Kim's parents as well yeah, um, they had a very short courtship as well. I was yeah. just like, this is really, really dope. I loved it. I was like, when I tell you, you would have thought I knew these people. <laughs> I, was, I was so happy, so excited watching their storyline. That's why it's going to hurt me if they don't get married. We'll do yeah. what we can for you, Nikki. Okay, get them married. <laughs> I need them to be married. We'll show up at the <laughs> weddings that already happened a year ago. <laughs> Um, another serious conversation came up in this show, Jessica and Mark, again, I really <laughs> did feel, so she, they had another, so we saw Damien and Janina with their kind of pod style argument. And then Mark set up their whole little date with the dinners in the different rooms. Yeah. And pod style. yeah, so I think they are kind of, Connected. that's how they bond and communicate now, but when Jessica was confessing about her background and her father, we haven't really seen the guys open up like that, but it really made her a lot more likable to me. Yeah. I actually cried. Oh, no crying, Nikki. No, I did because she, I mean, just the, to, to feel rejected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To feel like, you know, because I, I guess you, I could say I experienced this myself, you know, just to know that someone that birthed you or, you know, was supposed to love you unconditionally didn't love you is is it's heartbreaking. I'm like, damn, just okay, I love you, Jessica. I love you, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Did that change your mind at all, Jordan? Jordan's well, you know no. what? It started to. <laughs> it started to though. And and I know that like and I guess they put that in there to soften things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And of course, like, you know, I felt for her and I still feel for her, but you know, I mean, she went back to Mexico pretty shortly. She did. You've got to have that, that balance. If you're not in the middle, then you've got to go from one extreme to the other. (laughs) Yeah. But I felt so bad for Mark. Like, and I was just like watching this date, you know, and it's like, he's so sweet. He's setting it up. He's trying to take it back to the pods because that's when she liked him, but it's just not working. (laughs) It's a no for you. Okay. <laughs> Amber and Burnett, though. Um, I zero out of ten women. Oh. Men. 
<laughs> Negative. Negatives. I'm trying to remember it. I want to use it at work. <laughs> yeah, it was zero to ten. Would not recommend, I think. I'll write it down for you. <laughs> we'll make that the title of this episode. <laughs> so, of course, we talked about Jessica. Now we have to talk about Amber and Barnett. They're the next couple on my list. I thought her being nervous to meet his family was very cute and very relatable. Mm-hmm. Are you still, is everybody, how's everybody feeling about Amber and Nikki? Um, you know what? Let's see. After speaking to Rory and learning more about the process that everybody else had to go through to get on the show, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out who made the decisions. For, I'm just kidding. No, I like Amber. <laughs> I actually like Amber. I, I think that um, the situation when she met his parents, I felt so bad for her. Oh, man. Because it just seemed like, um, at first, initially, it seemed like they, um, my, my son just got home, so you might have. That's okay. Um, but it seemed like, you know, at first, when when, when they first came up, that they were going to try to be nice to her. And then it was like, mm-mm, it was all downhill from there. I think yeah. his family has, like, pre-PTSD. They're already anticipating the trauma that they think they're going to go through from him marrying Amber. And they, they prejudged her, like, as soon as Marco, come on the podcast. Guys, this is a for real people. We Cut have other out. lives. So you may hear a dog bark. You may hear a son pop in. You just never know. It adds to the, the excitement. My daughter has tried to open the office door three times, so no, we're going to get you a lock, girl. Christian Dior, Dior, like a little rapper or something. <laughs> so, what does your son think of Amber? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did you get the weird feeling when uh, Barnett's brother pulls him aside that that was, because we watched the Bachelor Hometowns and we saw Madison's dad, who was Looked like he was Madison's brother, younger brother, maybe. I felt like Barnett's brother is like a reverse Madison's dad. Mm. Like he's the ben- mm. he's the Benjamin Button, and he's starting at uh, eighty years old, giving this love advice to Barnett. <laughs> I think people give you bad advice based on their own bad experiences, and I think he needs to stay out of his relationship. Period. I feel like family has a hard. I know my family has a hard time doing that. Is your family not very? Did you feel the need to get your family's approval uh, when you were dating somebody serious? No. All right. <laughs> well, that's a definitive answer. What about you, Jordan? I mean, yeah, I did. Um, my family is very close, so my mom's side of the family is like super tight knit. They all live on the same road, like within a mile of each other. We don't live over there anymore. We tried it. We hated it. So we moved away. But they're all very close. And, you know, so like, like when I started dating my husband, it was a big deal that my family liked him, you know, like it it mattered to me. So I, in this, this whole thing with Amber, like, I don't think his family likes her. So could be a problem. I think they prejudge her. Like you didn't even try to get to know her. So that's my main, that's my only issue. You you have to try to get to know someone first. I mean, I know it might sound weird the way it came about, 
But at mm-hmm. the same time, um, you know, it's kind of like they say, don't judge a book by its cover. I mean, they wouldn't want to be judged based on, you know, things that no, I mean, you don't know. Yeah. Like, I did feel like she was a lot, though. And she was like, I mean, she was a lot, but I'm sure she was nervous. And yeah, I don't know. Nervous meeting all those people at one time. Yeah. And I agree with you guys until we got to the point where they're back in the apartment and she basically, not even basically, she full on asks him to choose hypothetically between (laughs) her and his family. Yeah. Which, no, no, girl, you don't, no, no. (laughs) No, that's not a thing. Yeah. I, I, I disagreed with her on that, but, you know, at the same time, I didn't like the fact that they judged her, but. Yeah, you don't ask somebody to choose. And I feel like, you know, this is your man. He's going to know the best thing to do anyway, because men are supposed to be providers and protectors. And he, he, I mean, he has to try to at least protect her if his family is, you know, going against her. But at the same time, if she's wrong, she's wrong. Well, and I think there's a big difference between supporting somebody in public versus in private and putting on a front like everything's okay. Like Jeanina and Damien could have done at Barnett's birthday until <laughs> you get home and maybe supporting both sides and remaining neutral in a family situation with your significant other and then addressing it when you get home. I just yeah. feel like maybe that's a better strategy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but if she's wrong, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm not, I'm not, a, I, like I said, I don't argue, especially not in public. No, I'm, I'm one of those no. people. I'm very. Let's see how can I how can I say this? I'm very strategic and calculated with my words because I know that once you say them, you can't get them back. So mm-hmm. if we have a disagreement, okay, that's all I'm. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> but when we get home, you better know I'm gonna tell you how I feel because my thing is I don't want to hurt your feelings and I don't want to ruin the mood okay that's it yeah like we'll talk about this later yeah not you need to throw down in front of your family for me (laughs) so we leave off uh, at barnett's birthday we have amber and bar amber and mark i'm sorry and jess and barnett in serious conversations i thought this was pretty funny what were your reactions to these combos well i think Amber and Mark, I think it's, I think it's funny. I don't know. I feel like, you know, Mark is trying to make it work so hard. And Amber is just like oddly being there for him, which is kind of a weird situation. And then, but also, like he said, just like, you need to watch out. Like, it's okay. You know, you can get out. Yeah. (laughs) Giving him that option. (laughs) What about you, Nikki? I just well honestly I didn't think anything of the of them having the conversation. I just thought that um first of all it's weird that Jessica will not leave Barnett alone. Oh my gosh, I know. She's like all over this dude. Like she's looking really, really thirsty. She's trying so hard. Do you yeah, remember? leave that man alone before Amber gets in your butt. Oh yeah, you know Amber's gonna kick her behind if uh if anything goes down. And why does she talk about how she's always naked in the window? Does she really think he's going to go looking? 
I think she really yes, does. That's exactly yeah. what it is. <laughs> if he wanted her, he could. I'm sorry, Jessica, but if he wanted you, he could have had you, honey, and he didn't pick you. And you have a good man, so stick with it. And just a public service announcement for everybody out there. Alcohol and deep conversations only seem like a good idea, okay? <laughs> does anybody does anybody have those really deep conversations when you're fueled by booze and then you wake up the next morning and you're like, what was I doing? I have no idea. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Yesterday, actually. Every day. Every day. We're, we're, we're all drunk right now. I'm try- every day after work, I'm trying to convince myself to go back next. Like this is not that bad. <laughs> it's happy. It's it's five o'clock somewhere, right? Well, you know, now that the Love Pod has been featured in the Wall Street Journal, this is going to be our new job, totally. So you don't have to go back to work anymore. <laughs> That's a lie. Who's cutting checks? Yeah, right. We're just waiting for those sponsors. <laughs> Hit us up, guys. <laughs> You'll have me quitting my job. <laughs> Nikki doesn't even check the ratings. She just goes and quits her job. Yeah, you got to step out on faith. Oh, no, 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 no. I need a check first. <laughs> Show us the money. No such thing as faith. I need that cushion. Because if I fall, okay. <laughs> so speaking of uh, desperation and needing things. This must be about Messica. Oh, yeah. Let's talk a little bit more about Messica. So she, we see her being thirsty with Barnett, hitting on Barnett, telling him that she's naked in the window, which is just a random thing. Like, there's no place for that in the conversation or any conversation, really, unless you're with your significant other. But fine. And then she starts talking about the age difference between her and Mark. Mark is 24, guys. Barnett is 27 when this was filmed. Right. Why do you think it's such a big deal? It's not. Yeah, it's it's really not. I think that she doesn't like him, so she's just rationalizing in her mind all the reasons not to be with him. And that's that's a that's probably the biggest reason that she can come up with. So I mean, I do it all the time. Every time I don't like a guy, I find everything wrong with him. He breathes. <laughs> you don't like to hear him breathing? We hear you, Brianna. <laughs> He's looking at me. <laughs> He's looking at me. Get out of here. Are you what, the, Are you a self-sabotager, Nikki? No, not at all. You're just a, you're a, a dude sabotager? I'm a man eater. But, um, <laughs> yes, you no, are. I'm not, a, I'm not a sabotager at all. If I don't like someone, I will tell them or I will just let them down easy. I'm not going to I'm not going to waste their time. I'm not going to like this situation I feel is like, you know, she's not trying to tell him the truth. Well, she did try. She did try actually when she told him that she felt like there were other options in the pods for her. She did, and I think she keeps doing it too. I mean, they have that yeah. very awkward conversation when they're back from the party which Oh, God, I just wanted to pull her out of the room, like walk into that room and pull her out when she's talking about how Barnett's hot. And I don't even remember what else she said, but it was embarrassing. And I just hope that they're painting her as a villain and that there's a lot of the conversations we didn't see. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure 
I feel like at this point, you know, I know we've talked about um, in our interviews how the pods weren't scripted, but surely at this point there is at least some outside influence that is pushing Editing. this Editing. direction. Yeah. I, I just, I, I think that, well, based on what I've what I've been told, uh, she's not the only one. But you know, I mean, there there's some manipulation to the editing that makes mm-hmm. her probably makes her look a little yeah. worse than what what it probably is, and also it makes Mark look really really sweet. Like all the let's see how can I put it? It seemed like all the guys were the sweetest things, and the girls except for Barnett, the girls were the only ones that were like, oh my god, I don't know what to do. Oh my god, I don't know what to do. But all the guys were like, I'm dead set on this girl, except for Barnett. But he was was very upfront with, I don't want to make a choice unless I know for a fact. But yeah, I don't know. I I think that it's a lot of a lot to do with the editing. Oh, for sure. It's a lot that we didn't get to see, though. Oh, absolutely. And I think especially we see the girls opening up a lot. And we'll talk about that later. But we don't really know too much backstory on the guys and their past relationships and their relationships with their families. But as a general rule, and I can't say I've always done this. I think it def- it also comes with age. If you're not into somebody, I don't care if you're on a reality show. I don't care if you're on Tinder. Whatever you're doing, just be upfront and honest. Don't ghost them. Have you guys done that stuff before where you just... Yeah. It's a necessary evil. <laughs> <laughs> but if and you're... what if that person doesn't listen? So... my experience and I'm actually kind of experiencing it now right try Mm -hmm. hinge from you know oh you did you tried Rory yeah Yeah. tried hinge and um met with the guy just for lunch or whatever and when I tell you first day he's like I already know I'm in love oh no "No, you don't and um (laughs) He, he's been calling me and I, I told him I said look I don't like to move too fast pipe down you know uh-uh. <laughs> and he just doesn't want to pipe down so I'm just like ghost I, okay in those <laughs> scenarios I think it's acceptable but if you're okay. living with someone <laughs> and you're engaged <laughs> you should probably you just tell them that you, live with. you can only ghost people that you're just you just met <laughs> How can you go somebody that you live with? She's trying. She is. <laughs> She's like, this is my about, house, but then it's not really her house. She lives somewhere people. across town. I thought we were talking about rational people, not not her. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no hate, Jess. No hate. We're just talking about how I we see it. I actually like Jessica. <laughs> the show would be a lot more boring without her, right? I mean, yeah. For sure, they make it entertaining, and it's that's why we're watching. It's the drama. Yeah, they need that drama every Wednesday. They need to do this more than three weeks. I know. (laughs) What are we gonna do? Okay, so this is what we're gonna do. We've already talked about it, but we're still rolling. Once this show wraps, when we watch the finale tomorrow and record, we're gonna get deep into dating and relationships. We're talking the love languages. We're talking sex, domestic violence. All this stuff is on the table. We're going to have some clinical psychologists come in. We're going to hear other people's stories. So don't go anywhere after the show ends. We're going to have the rest of the cast on too. Uh, So you also have to stay tuned for that. 
Yes. I'm excited. I know. I love that this is becoming such a thing. I love talking to you guys every week or it's more like every day right now. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait a minute. I can't live my life. Oh, no. <laughs> wait, I wasn't ready. I, I don't want to brag about the show, but can we just a little bit because we're it's really exciting that we're doing so awesome and that we have so many people reaching out and want to connect and, and chat with us. I mean, that's a big deal. We're a brand new podcast. We're a week old. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, we've come a long way in a week, in that week. I think it's been maybe, maybe 10 days. Well, I mean, think about it like this. We've gotten so far three interviews with three cast members from the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what, I don't know what um, Dina does, but it's like, <laughs> she's got some magic over there. Freaking- I, I'm looking at the messages today. Look, you guys, she's trying to get me on TV. I'm like, look, <laughs> I'm not ready. <laughs> guys, I talked to the casting director for Married at First Sight and Love is Blind and just asked. And I, I was asking more for myself if we were to go through the casting process but didn't want to be on the show, like just to actually go through it and see what it's like. And then she said, well, do you, do you really want to find love or do you want to be on the show? And I threw Nikki under the bus. <laughs> I know. I was like, I said, don't you do that. Because my thing is, is if I if I were to do it, I wanted it to be a real genuine experience for me. Well, and she sounded interested. Point, so I hit her up. And at this point, I just, I feel like knowing what they had to go through, I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> 500 question no. interview, question five. Ten, that yes, that's what I was thinking. 20 hours of nonstop filming. Like, look, I have kids. <laughs> I gotta be at home with my baby. You know, I got I got dogs. <laughs> somebody watches the I don't know about the kids, but somebody watches the dogs. Well, I don't think do any of them have kids is the question. Well, not that we know of. Yeah, not that we know right. of. Right. So that that kind of I mean, besides the point that I'm on Tinder, that kind of <laughs> takes me out of just kids. I am not on Tinder, y'all. I joke around a lot, but I'm not on Tinder. <laughs> But I did download Hinge. <laughs> Thanks. For, we're going to throw a free plug for Hinge in. Thank you, Rory, for the recommendation. Yeah, you know, and it's a better, I will say, it seems like a better quality guy. Even though it's the same guys, I just think their intentions are a little bit different. And they, they just seem different, you know. Well, you wouldn't qualify for this, Nikki, because they're looking for 65 and up, which I just don't understand how the age gap for these shows jumps from like 25 to 65. There's a whole subset of people in between that actually do want to settle down. But Bachelor is doing a senior Bachelor. <laughs> is oh anybody going to watch this? I don't. I mean, I guess yeah. they have to. Somebody's going to watch it because Granny we need to. We need back. to cover it on the podcast. I know, but do you really want to see that? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> Granny's getting down from a distance. Yes, all gone right. Oh man! Hey, have y'all oh, seen that Stevia commercial? No. <laughs> the no. old ladies are talking about they're gonna create a Stevia grow plant. Oh god! <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think that it's fair that everybody de- deserves love, the opportunity. Oh, yeah. That that doesn't mean oh, I want to watch it. Bachelor. Well, I think a show that isn't a bunch of like young twenty somethings that are all beautiful is actually really refreshing. So, 
Yeah, and I sure. think that it'll be a real chance to somebody for someone to actually really find love. Um, yeah. Have you guys ever watched 90 Day Fiance? Yes. So, not sure if you guys remember. What's that guy's name from Amsterdam? Jesse? Oh, man. I don't know all their names, but my mom okay. has it on all the time here. So, Jesse, he's the blonde guy from Amsterdam. He was dating the... um the lady that was from um, Connecticut or wherever. And basically, so he's capitalizing on the fact that he was on the show. Now he, he does like seminars about love. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> He does love seminars, but he was the worst mate. I would have probably been in jail if he was my, um, my, my fiance. Cause I would have had to chicken choke him. But um, <laughs> I, he did a seminar on, um, is love really enough or something like that? And he was at the senior citizen home. So yeah, that's the point to it. He's at the senior citizen home and he, the older man said that he had been on like 59 blind dates. And then he found his, <laughs> the last blind date he went on, he found the lady that he married. I was like, see, that is so cute. Oh, people need love too. Oh, come on. He was just tired of going on dates. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> He's going to marry someone because he don't want to date anymore. I will I say, fun fact, the highest STD rate in, I believe, the country, or at least in Florida, is in this city called The Villages, and it is a senior citizen community, and there's a lot of retirement homes out there, assisted living centers, and they're, they're getting it on. I you know I didn't look it up it's because I lived in Florida and it's just very well known there because it's kind of a funny quirky thing but I I would have looked it up out of curiosity but I've known that for quite some time oh no I was like where did this, this is not fun <laughs> <laughs> um unique but it's like the ff fun fact right so like weird fact gross fact oh, yeah. <laughs> whatever horrible. you want to call it that is horrible. These old people. Ugh. What well, are they doing? They, they're definitely not well, wrapping I mean, it up. <laughs> well, they probably said, hey, we can't have babies, so F it. Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of babies, Giannina and Damien's bite. Um, Whose side are you on, Jordan? I am on Damien's side. I mean... I feel like she blew up over that. Like, it was nothing. Like, it, he may have been a little weird, but there goes my dog. Nothing um, nothing to cause all of that. What I about- got a question. Okay. Uh, are you talking about the fight when she was in the kitchen? When they were at the party. Yeah, we're going to, we'll talk about them all right oh, now. Oh, my bad. But- I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. you mean when they were in separate rooms? So first, let's talk about the one at the party. Yeah, at Barnett's party, party when they're in front of it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember now. Um, yeah. So, I I think that um, I think that she just let's see how can I put this high strung. Okay. So anything can set her off, just like you know when they were on in Mexico on the boat. It seems like she just had she was mm-hmm. cannon basically. It's like she's just looking for things to fight about. Yeah, because she said it. She self-sabotages everything. So it's mm-hmm. probably like, hey, we were, yeah, we were in um, in Mexico. Yeah, we're engaged, but that don't mean absolutely nothing. I'm still finding reasons and ways to self-sabotage this situation, to sabotage this. 
Do you think because a lot of our fan group has mentioned that they think that it's Damien's fault, that they think he's too controlling? Can you guys see that side of him? I don't. I don't either. I don't think he's controlling. I think he's like, I think his personality is a little bit like um, almost wooden. You know what I mean? Like he's a little stark. Okay. But I don't think, I don't see him as controlling personally. I don't either. I'm with you guys. I think that she is self-sabotaging. I think she's looking to pick a fight. Just the things that she's saying in these fights, she she yells at him at one point, I don't like being in awkward situations. She yelled Mm -hmm. in the middle of a party, which is a pretty (laughs) awkward situation. She created an awkward situation. The way you proposed him was an awkward situation, ma'am. Yes. (laughs) I, I think that was sweet and um, I think it was cute too, but it was. I was like, "Wait a minute!" I mean, that's, that's where I, <laughs> what I mean by you know the the way they edited and manipulated the the film mm-hmm. because it was like yeah. you know before the break they it was like you know you know what I got something to say and she was walking around like she was ready to fight, but if they would have just <laughs> let it keep running out, we wouldn't thought we wouldn't have thought that she was gonna break it off. But of course, you know, you go to break and you don't know. Oh yeah, I three minutes. (laughs) I really thought she left him hanging. I don't know if she did or not, or if that was just the editing. But that poor man. (laughs) No, it was the editing. It it was the editing. But you can't edit situations like when they're when they're back at the apartment. She's in the kitchen. He's in the bedroom, and they basically have their fight like they were still in the pods. Mm -hmm. Mm Hmm. Well, and I do understand that though, because that's how they met. They, they, they actually, I guess, like the face to face component kind of puts the barrier there where you won't say what you have to say. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and then it's like, if I can't see your face or feel your emotion from, you know, directly in front of me because energy is transferable, then, you know, I probably won't say what I have to say. Have you guys ever been in a situation where you ha- where you wanted to say something but you didn't say it because of you know being there in that place in that in the space with that person? Um, yeah, well, I think we can all agree that it's easy to me or I don't know. I you know it's harder. I'm not I'm non-confrontational, so being in front of someone, it's easier to say things that you need to say when you're not looking in someone's face. I feel more like what Damien said when he said he was afraid to say anything because he didn't want to trigger her. I feel like that's more my mm-hmm. my go-to fighting stance. If I can avoid it, if I can avoid mm-hmm. that confrontation, I, I will. You just love Damien. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. He's on Damien's side no that's matter what. Just, no, that's honestly how – so I, I'm pretty sure I'm you too. guys know. We're going to talk about this, but I was in an abusive relationship, and I used to be confrontational before that. And ever since, I find it very hard because I, I do get a little bit gun shy and I do get nervous. I don't want to set anybody off and I don't want to get into those confrontations. So, yes, I am Team Damien. There's hey, guys, absolutely hey. nothing wrong <laughs> with a little conflict. But it's about the way you say and do things. You get what I'm saying? So, um, I'm watching the Housewives of Atlanta and they're talking about you need to know how to argue with your partner. You know oh, what I'm yeah. saying? So I don't I feel like there's absolutely nothing wrong with um good tension. 
you know what I'm saying? As long as as and as long as your intentions are good, there's absolutely nothing wrong with creating some tension, saying what you have to say, especially to the person that is supposed to love you, because that you have to teach people how to love on you. Nikki's nuggets. There <laughs> you go, girl. I wasn't even thinking about it, but okay. <laughs> Do you think it's okay though? Because she went right. She went right for that jugular, saying that. Uh, mm-hmm. He said it was the best best sex of his life, and she had never returned oh, that, that compliment. So <laughs> it would not be hilarious <laughs> if somebody was saying that to you, though. Right? No, they couldn't say that to me. My headphones just fell out from that. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> oh man. Um, that's see. That to me is poor communication. You don't need to bring things like that up. Or you, when, so do, do you mean like bring people down? Yeah. That's well, it was off topic and a little immature. I mean, I understand if that is genuinely an issue, you have to talk about it. I just don't think that you talk about it that way. Right. And then he thanks her, which to me is a red flag about the relationship in general. He thanks her for actually communicating and giving him that whatever he was looking for I don't I hope it wasn't that but I couldn't believe that he thanked her I think that he's just uh, in love with her and she can do no wrong even when she's wrong oh man that's it's a hard feeling have you guys you know, there's always those relationship balances where sometimes somebody's way more into you than you are than them or vice versa. Obviously, that just happened with you, Nikki. But when it's more serious, when you've been dating someone for a while, have you ever had to handle that? Either you were more into them or they were more into you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, I think everybody has at least at some point had that situation, right? Absolutely. It's it's rough. I mean, I don't know how I would have reacted if somebody told me that. I think I would have just pulled the co- the covers over my head and gone back to bed. <laughs> oh, it's so sad. Oh, so, just... so so my thing is, is if someone is to tell you something like that, I feel like um you, you have to know how to take criticism. Oh yeah, and, and and I mean sometimes taking criticism means okay, whatever. Um, it, because you have to know who you are and you have to know what you put into that situation. You know, if you did, you know, if you were giving it all you had and you know, if you weren't, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be a surprise to you. <laughs> it shouldn't be a surprise. <laughs> so somebody's telling you this, I feel like out of respect for the relationship, I mean, like you said, there's a way to say everything, but out of respect for the relationship, you have to take it into into consideration because otherwise you're going to lose that relationship. And that's that's how I feel about this situation in particular. I I don't think they're going to make it. I would love for them to, but just the way they've been fighting, um, his his mom, his parents canceled. If, yeah, if you were getting engaged and or you were engaged and you were getting married and your fiance's parents didn't want to meet you wouldn't that how would you feel about that nikki do you know why they didn't want to meet her we we don't for sure he said it wasn't her right so my thing is we're speculating at this point 
that they think is her that we think it might be her but I think that they just probably don't want to be in the limelight they don't want people knowing their business things like that because I've seen people that you know very private people that don't want people to know anything about them so maybe it's a situation like that so I'm not gonna just say oh if I would feel like this or I would feel like that. I, I mean, we don't know what the reasoning is behind why they don't want to meet with her. They probably don't want to be on camera. Well, this whole show is speculation. We don't actually know what happens <clears throat> yet. I didn't necessarily think they didn't want to meet her. I thought maybe they didn't approve the way they met. Yeah, that that's, what I, was yeah. that's what okay. I thought. Maybe they just found the situation awkward. They didn't want to be on TV. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Love Pod. Don't forget to follow us on social media on Facebook at The Love Pod Podcast and on Instagram and Twitter at Love Pod Podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on your favorite podcasting app. We'll see you next time. Thanks for loving love with us.